0: Hi there everyone, welcome to episode 71 of the Finger Guns Podcast. Oh, we've got a jam-packed one for you this week. We are talking about Fortnite, we're talking about Xbox, we're talking about Control, we're talking about Spider-Man, Miles Morales. It's going to be pretty amazing, so we're going to crack right on with what we've been playing. So, hi there Greg. What have you been playing this week? Hello. You caught my surprise then. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone I was doing that, maybe I should have. Ross
1: is hot opens. (laughs) um, 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 What have I been playing? Uh, Video games. Ah.
0: Yes, awesome. Right, moving on.
1: (laughs) Uh, I have been playing a game called Mortal Shell, which I can talk about because it's out today. Technically, it's a it's a Dark Soulsian inspired adventure action RPG type game, which I bloody love. And my review goes up for it today, so there's more in depth discussion on that. But uh, yeah, it's it's really good fun. The, the premise this time is you're not one character; you are a husk that can inhabit four different shells. Uh, you can't really switch them out on the fly. You get some items that let you drop into another one, but there's like a hub you can go back to to change them out. And each one's like, you've got your, your standard one, your your tank, your sort of nimbly thief type character. It's hard as balls, but I'm really enjoying it. It's it's hard because it's a, a Dark Souls-esque game. It's not just like a buggy game. So it's definitely an improvement on Hellpoint, which I reviewed the other week. And it's a, it's a visual improvement on the surge and apparently there's a patch coming like a day one patch for when it's released tomorrow. That's going to improve it some more. So I'm looking forward to that. I have also been playing a game on the switch called collapsed, which I can't talk about. So that wasn't really worth mentioning. I have deleted four guys off my PlayStation because I, I, Oh, I know I hate that. I, f- I fucking hate that game. <laughs> no you, you're, you're just you're just bad at it yeah exactly <laughs> and i can't afford to break i can't afford to replace broken controllers it's it's frustrating so i've just i i had a few games last night and i just went ah, balls to this and deleted it
0: is the uh the inverter controls not being there on ps4 um, yeah that's exactly issue. It. yeah <coughs> it is an issue yeah so uh, what, what what is your big issue with it is it is it seesaw is it just annoying you no, it's just because I want to look where
1: I'm going and I press down to look up and I end up looking at the floor.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's weird heart.
0: because there's there's inverted options on the PC version. Mm. And it's just a really weird emission from the console well, I, version.
1: I had this problem with Ion Fury. And I tweeted them saying, you know, why isn't there invert? And they were like, Oh yeah, it's coming. And luckily it came like two days before release, so I could put it in my review, but I was I was gonna be like I can't play it properly, so I can't review your game properly. It seems that Invert's a weird oversight for some games. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I played a bit of Xbox this week. I played some uh, World War Z with my mate Mark and oh, nice. his mate Andreas. It was nice to get back into that, because that's on Game Pass. But that's about it, really. Say, still trucking along with Tsushima, really, and still haven't done any more in the story than where I was last week. Mm. I don't want to do that thing where I run through the story, finish it, and then go oh, I can't be asked to go back to it. So yeah,
0: Just chasing foxes.
1: JC Fox is helping the elderly, killing Mongols, you know, getting killed by Mongols. I bumped it up to a lethal difficulty to see what it was like. Oh. yeah! Don't do that.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's one hit kills either way. So it makes you feel like an absolute ah. badass if you can parry something and kill someone instantly. But yeah, it's like thing and it's like, oh, sword in the back. Oh yeah, I'm actually dead now. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's been my week in a nutshell. Cool.
0: Uh, Mr. Toby Anderson, how you doing? Good, Thanks. Good, good. How's your week been? Well, better than last week, I
2: think, because we're not having to suffer through a sweaty heatwave this time.
0: That's true. This is a much
2: nicer time to record a podcast. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I have got don't need a fan on. I've got the window open. It's lovely. Nice. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Quite a few things. Um, I've been playing more of Persona 5 Royal. I'm uh, still trying to work my way towards the, the final bits of that now, but the final bits in a Persona game are... Still, probably twenty-four hours or so of gameplay, at least. So, how many um, hours are you in now? Do you think I've I've cleared ninety-five hours.
3: What?
2: <laughs> and I'm still. I think there's still. A, I think there's one hundred and twenty in total. I think that's about where I'll finish because I've still got the end of one palace, which is meant to be the final boss, and then all of the royal content that was additional to the um, Persona Five original game. And I've still got to get that, but I've earned it. I just haven't got to it. I've I've definitely done the uh things that you need to do to earn it. Um so yeah. It's um I'm on the way to a platinum though. If I if I get through those hundred and twenty hours, it will be a platinum, I think.
0: Amazing. Um, That's better than a secure platinum, isn't it really, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I've been playing <laughs> <yeah>. um I <laughs> I've been playing um uh, ROM read only memories twenty sixty four or other way around, twenty sixty four read only memories. Um, and finished that, um, I think I mentioned it last week, so I won't go into the detail, but yeah, finished that little point and click, Cyberpunk Murder Mystery, and it was good fun. I liked it. Um, and Sean, you should play it if you've still got it on your uh, on your system. It's a great, great game. It's yeah. a really fun little game. I yeah. liked it. Um, and in the same vein, because that one was inspired by playing Valhalla Cyberpunk Bartender Action, I've now gone back to the st- same style. I started Coffee Talk, on the xbox um it came with my gold membership on the xbox the other the other month um and i've cracked into that so it's like the cyberpunk bartender action but you're not in a bar you're in a coffee shop as the name suggests um and instead of the patrons all being robots and streaming stars and augmented deus ex like characters it's it's kind of like bright from netflix so they're all elves and dwarves and orcs and vampires and things like that and succubus um and they all come in and get a coffee and they're all very hipsterish um because you're making coffee for them and everyone's very ups- very upset about race rights and relationship problems and things and everyone's got a beard if they can have a beard so it's um <laughs> it's a very hipstery sort of a game but it's kind of fun um i think i'm just not quite as sold on it as i was on valhalla just because it's not uh cyberpunk and i like cyberpunk stuff so um but yeah i'll finish it it's only it's 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 half the length at least of um of valhalla though so. I've also been playing a couple of games for review. So um, Helheim Hassle, Uh, can't talk about it very much, but it's a 2D sort of madcap adventure game um, where you solve puzzles by disconnecting your body parts. Um, And the review will be out late on Monday, so that's why I shouldn't really talk about it now because by the time the podcast is out, then it won't be out yet. Um, But the game's out on Tuesday uh, this week. And I've also been playing uh, Windbound, um, which is that sort of uh, cell-shaded survival sailing game. Um, but again, not really able to talk about that one. That one's not out until August 28th, so uh, a little while before the review of that one. But yeah, that's probably my uh, my lot for this week.
0: Awesome. We need to get you some kind of anthro cyberpunk game, don't we?
2: Well, I'm thinking well, I need a Valhalla Coffee Talk one, but mm. with furries. Yeah, anthros
0: yeah. <laughs> in it.
2: That would be. Right. The, it would be the perfect version.
0: I'll get on the horns <laughs> so to. Uh, I'll get on the horns to Shatter. I'm sure that'll be cool. their next. Their next game. Uh, Mr. Paul Collett. Good of... sir. How you doing, man?
4: Yeah, good man. How are you?
0: Yeah, man. I'm alright. I'm watching the game. I got a brew dog. It's all good. Oh, living the dream. Living Hang on, you didn't ask dream. me how
1: I was. You just launched me into what games I've been playing. Yeah, I know. I realised
0: <laughs> while you were talking that so I should ask people how they are. <laughs> how are you, Greg? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Cheers. Awesome, man. That, that's really good to hear. Uh, Paul, what have you been playing? Are you getting, cracking on with uh, Tsushima, one would assume?
4: Uh, yes, I, I am. Uh, I'm still playing Tsushima. Um, I'm like Greg. I'm still, I still haven't got any further in the story. I'm just running around doing all the little side missions. Um, it's, a, it's such a strange game in the sense that you've got these little side missions, which are really no different from any other side missions in any other open world game, but they just don't feel the same. I don't, I don't understand what it is. It's like witchcraft or something. So you don't mind just running around fetching something for some old lady or falling a fox. It's just, it's all just seem different from each other. It's really weird. But so, yeah, it's keeping me entertained doing that. Um, I'm uh, reviewing Descenders again, uh, because this is weird and normally happened, isn't it? So, um, I don't know if I can talk about it, because it's not, uh, it's under embargo. But I did play it on the Xbox One. I reviewed it for the site, and now I'm playing it on the PS4 and currently reviewing it for the site. So, if you want to know what the game's like, you can check out the uh, Xbox review. um, And if you wait a few days, you can have the PS4 review, which is coming. I think, uh, ends of the week, something like that. I think so. That, that's um, a
0: very unique way to circumvent an embargo.
4: I know, right? I love it's,
0: that. <laughs>
4: it's luxury. So, um, <laughs> so yes, i will be playing that. It's, um, I have to admit, um, I don't, uh, it's, it's better playing it the second time around. I have to, I have to admit that. So, um, I'm going to sort of adjust the view slightly. Um, but other than that, it's, uh, it is what it is. So that's what I've been playing.
0: Nice embargo bait there. I like it. It is what it is. Uh, best way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, Sean Davies, Hi. how are you, sir? I'm fine. Are you actually fine, though? Can we share with the audience what happened to you? <laughs> like there was
3: there was there was a fridge freezer, and there was a toe, and there was a fall, and there was a rib broke, oh. and <sighs> it's been a day. Let's <laughs> just say that. <clears throat>
0: Uh, Well, do you have any uh, video games to to, uh, discuss with us this week? I do, I do. I wasn't here last week, so I
3: just want to run through. Oh yeah, welcome back. Thank you. Um, So yeah, I mean, Milky Way Prince, um, there is a review on the website now, but um, that is one experimental and weird visual novel, which I don't think I will ever forget. It is a powerful thing to play, uh, and it's very uncomfortable and very upsetting, and it's weird to say that i recommend it but if if you like stuff that's totally out there in gaming then it is worth a go um teenage blob again something that's totally different which is half a game and half a <laughs> yeah the band that we coined a couple of months ago the milky way prince and the teenage blob um it it's it's half a half an album and half a game and you You basically play mini games, which are based on classics. so there's one that's based on paperboy and there's one that's based on Guitar Hero while listening to music from the Super weeks. I'd never heard of the Super weeks before, but they are pretty pretty good pretty good rock band um so that's the reviews up on the website. Should you want to go and look at that um, Metamorphosis so that's out there now I can talk about it um It's such a weird game, but if you like um Kafka's writing so it's metamorphosis the novel is about a guy that turns into a giant cockroach the game is kind of based on that it's got some of the same themes a lot of the same symbolism but it also incorporates a lot of the stuff from uh, Kafka's other works including the judgment and the castle uh sorry the trial and the castle um and it is bizarro it is so you basically play as this tiny insect in a giant world and you follow along this the the journey of this character who's trying to understand why this has happened to him. And it, it is so bizarre and it's brilliant, to be honest. <laughs> I, like I don't think I've played another game based on like highly regarded literature as good as this game. The only problem is it's got <laughs> so many is, technical that is issues. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I've played Bram Stoker's Dracula. I didn't enjoy that. I played Moby Dick. You remember Moby Dick, the game? Which was like a side-scroller with a whale?
0: No, I don't remember that.
3: No? Okay. But that, yeah. that was crap. Make a game of okay. Moby Dick. Yeah, who would make a game out of Moby Dick? Nobody should have made it, you know. But they did.
2: Um, the Witcher. That's based on a whole load of novels, isn't
3: it? It is, but it's not like highly regarded. I wouldn't literature. say it was high literature, no. Yeah, but I mean,
2: <laughs> I mean that's, a, that's a reach.
3: <laughs> so, so it's you know there's uh, of the of the classics, I don't think anyone's ever done anything like this, and it is quite a good experiment. It's just glitchy there is one part of the game that is almost unplayable because the frame rates are just completely fucking packs in um and there are glitches, um there are like characters t- like not posing, but they're like glitching up the side of a building because they couldn't enter a doorway it's It's just a little bit broken. Fingers crossed that will all get patched out. Um, talking of broken things, um, Mushroom Heroes. There's a review on the website. I give it a 2 out of 10 because no matter what you do, you can't play more than the first 15 levels of the game because the menu is broken. So it's out now on every console. And I, from what I can gather, this this issue affects PlayStation Vita, PS4, and the Nintendo Switch. So if you want this, it's like a really cool platformer where you use mushrooms to like team up to overcome stuff oh. but it's really broken so don't get that um i've been playing peaky blinders but i can't talk about that because it's embargoed till later in the week but if you like the tv show now i, I i'd never watched the tv show until i saw this game was in development and then i started watching the tv show um, don't do it that way around if you like the tv show you'll like the game um, and lastly grounded finally got into Grounded this week. Ooh, but
0: tell me about Grounded.
3: It's the same as every other kind of crafting exploration survival game. You know, you've got to manage your health, manage your hunger, manage your, you know, water intake, build shelters, investigate the area, stay alive, craft tools. It's basically of Nautica, but um, in, a, in a shrunken garden setting. And they've really riffed on both Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Goonies. And um, there's oh, like... It it I mean it, it is fun. Um and I'll be honest with you, my kids have been playing it more than I have. I've been trying to help them get through it. And Can I
0: ask um as a um, as a proud arachnophobe um what I'm is the know. what is the spider situation? Oh my god, no. You can turn, turn it okay. off though, can't you? So <laughs> so
2: I was so, gonna say there's a whole thing about turning it off. There Make is turn them into white blobs or something.
3: There so so you can turn them turn them into Things that don't look like spiders, but they are not any less scary and to be honest with you, <laughs> right they even in the game when they are spiders, they they aren't they don't appear as like spiders, they just are like this so in the night, for example, my like one of the twins was playing it, and he was walking through the the darkness, and all he saw was this series of red lights like turned towards him. And it was it was game over because like they kill you within five seconds, and all he had in his hand was like a rock. So, so but you don't see like them very often. And when you do, it's just like you're fucking dead anyway. So, yeah, you
1: know. yeah I don't need that in my life. So I've never seen the Goonies.
3: Ah, oh, you like you probably wouldn't get that from this game
1: then.
4: You haven't seen the Goonies?
1: No, well, I, oh, I never saw it as a kid, and then I've seen the trailer now,
0: and I've gone, I don't get it. I've never seen E.T. either. <gasps> I remember, I, I remember a while back we did a uh, podcast and you were like naming and shaming all of these classic 80s and 90s movies I haven't seen yet. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. Unis is up there.
2: Yeah. When, when we
3: do do the next event. I used do do. When we do do the next event and we go, we actually are allowed to travel for COVID, I'm going to bring my DVD collection of the '80s classics, and go through some of them in the hotel. You know
1: that you can get like digital streaming devices now, Sean. You don't have to bring a DVD collection with you.
3: Greg, let me ask you this: Right, are we <laughs> going to go? going to go in, a, in, a, in like a a, a hospital, like a hotel or a hostel that's going to have? lovely things like digital <laughs> devices or are we going to be in the roof of a fucking pub that's licking in stinks like mold and is freezing all night which most
1: un- the most unsecured pre-covid <laughs> shit we've ever been in
3: what, what which one are we going to go for
1: no uh, the one that lets you put the fucking goonies
0: on while i we
1: pay attention to it <laughs> god you're such a parent sorry please please uh, please,
0: yeah. uh subscribe to our patreon so sean and <laughs> greg can stay in a nicer place next year <laughs>
3: I don't think Greg's actually recovered from the like black I've probably, that he got. I have
1: probably got some horrible lung infection now, which is going to make me more susceptible to COVID or something.
3: <laughs> um, what have you been playing, Ross? Have you had a good week?
0: I have had a good week. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been nice. I'm getting used to my to my new life, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. What i been playing? I've been playing a game called Hyper Escape, which is uh, Ubisoft's free-to-play battle royale that launched this week on consoles, and uh, it's a lot I mean it's a lot to take in and learn all at once it's very similar to Apex it d- definitely has that vibe it's very quick very running and gun and yeah there's a lot to learn and it doesn't really ease you in it's like right you got a training area okay now go like, what? what hang on what and I had about four or five games and it's fine it's fine. I'm not really enjoying it yet. I think um, it needs a bit of time to evolve and become a little bit more interesting. But so far, it's, visually, it's really nice. And it's fun to run, run across uh, the, uh, these, uh, these very uh, rustic, traditional, classic Italian buildings and things like that. And it's just fun in that regard. But yeah, it's not grabbing me yet, much like uh, the Fortnites or PUBGs of this world just yet. Have you got your new TV yet? Uh, no, I haven't got my new TV yet. Uh, because I ended up buying it from a guy who decided to scam me out at £300. Pounds. Oh, what so a motherfucker. I don't have the TV, and I never will. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, which is, yeah, it's a long story, but uh, yeah, which is why I still haven't played any more Ghost, because I really want to play it on a proper telly. As a boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, if I knew where they were, I'd be all over it. Yeah, but too.
2: Never mind. <laughs> Uh, i am playing four Guys. Patreon again for so that Roscoe can get a new
0: TV. Yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Primarily for the uh, for the travel, for the guys, but yeah, if, <laughs> if if there's any left over, I'll get myself a shiny telly. Uh yeah, I'm playing some four Guys, it's still a blast, still having a really good time with it. Um I got another crown yesterday, which was nice. One of those um the last, the final was the tail grabbing one when you have to be the last one with a tail. And it's just it's just so funny because you just run around for a minute and a half. If you start with the one with the tail, all you have to do is protect it. And if there's six or seven other people, it's really tough because they're just constantly following you and chasing you all the way around. My final was me and one other person. So it was really quite easy to just kind of evade him. And um, I thought, well, this crown's mine. And then he, about six, sec- about six seconds left, he took it from me. I'm like, motherfucker. And so for the like next six seconds, I was chasing him around again. And I think possibly... As the buzzer went, I got the tail back and won. And it was just very, very fun. I wish I filmed it because it was hilarious. But, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just a really good time. And it took out the sour taste of uh, the next game out of my mouth uh, for the whole week, which was Marvel's Avengers. And I've been playing the beta. Oh, I've also been playing Marvel Avengers. I didn't mention, mention that. Mm. Um, I'm, what did you think? I'm not impressed. Me neither. I, I cannot believe this game is out in three weeks. It's beyond me how they think this thing is ready. Um, I'm only obviously it's only the beta. It's open to all PS4 players right now. If you want to jump in, I say that this podcast is going up on a Monday, so yeah, it'll be over by late. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, um, you played through the um the Golden Gate Bridge attack, which obviously you did because that's all they have to show. Oh, that again. uh, Primarily, yeah, and. It was, it was fine. It was fun, I guess. Um, playing as the Hulk was my highlight. I really enjoyed that. Um, I, it makes me want a full Hulk game, really, rather than the rest of the idiots that come along with them. And um, yeah, that bit ended. The whole There's a whole big story spiel, which was done in drawings and voiceover, rather than kind of playing out naturally, and it felt really forced and cheap. And then I got into a section with the Hulk, and it froze, and it died, and I haven't been able to play it since. And so that was my experience with Marvel's Avengers. So, yeah, I played. You get, that. You
2: get like a Hulk uh, level for maybe it lasts about a quarter of an hour or so, and then you get a Kamala level as well, um, which the way to manage to play. But I got I was bored of it by the time I'd finished playing twenty minutes or so of Hulk, um, just smashing, smashing, smashing every single thing. There was not a single bit of other gameplay in there.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not sure much fun. if it was the the uh, you played the Golden Gate Bridge bit at EGX, is that right? It, yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you play it? Did you play it to its completion to Taskmaster? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what. Yeah, that, that's what was in the base. And effect. then the cutscene at the
1: end was like the story one about how, um, you know, people don't like. I, I can't remember what's going on in the game. Is it they don't like superheroes? They've been disbanded. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Avengers. Yeah. That's the it. Avengers got blamed for the attack on. And then it just Bridge. went on a big a big waffle about the hub style gameplay
0: it's going to have. Yeah, and yeah. That fight with Black Widow and Taskmaster was so boring. And it was just, it was really dragged out. All the best bits were, you know, QTEs or cutscenes. And all I could do with Black Widow really was light punch, heavy punch, shoot. And it just like, I don't, I don't feel like an Avenger. And at no point did I feel like an Avenger. I don't like Force Hammer. I don't think it feels as good as Kratos' axe, even though they've been bigging it up to make it feel like it does and it doesn't. It's just a game that has disappeared off my most wanted list big time um which is a real shame but i don't know down the line maybe it's something worth investing in but right now i think it needs at least another year in the oven
4: i think uh for this game is a, a case of um that situation where you kind of look at gaming not really excited by it so we you play it kind of subconsciously always looking for the bad bits I mean, I sometimes do that. I'm really looking forward to this game or really don't like this game when I play it. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah, shit, shit. Because I not my initial impressions to kind of be, like, right, if sure. you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Is that the case this, direction do I don't know. I mean, mm, you know, know. It, you call it, like, a division with the Avengers and that, to me, sounded like really cool. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, that's what it appeared to be. Um, yeah. Not necessarily in this Golden Gate Bridge level, but um, in the Harm Challenges, which is uh, an, an extra part of the beta, which I didn't get to. Um, it's just hordes of enemies with the abyss bullet sponges that you gotta take down you know and that's how it feels Um I mean I've never been massively excited for this game but I was, I've i always been quietly cautious about it and kind of like yeah it's its its an Avengers game of course I'm gonna try it out and check it out and see what it's like um, but I've never been buzzing for it and not in the same way that you know Spider-Man was just so exciting all the way up to its launch
4: cool.
0: Um but yeah it didn't fill me with that oh I've gotta get this in three weeks you know it's like it's not. I'm not going to rush out and buy this at all.
1: It's funny that you say it needs a year because it will be coming up to a year that Sean and I played it. Mm, that's interesting, and isn't it? It doesn't seem like much of an improvement by what you said.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem like that area has added any kind of polish at all. Ooh no dear. Mm, gathering, but what you guys said on the EGX podcast. So yeah, that's how I feel, and I'm also definitely not playing FIFA 21. Of course not. If anyone asks me, I'm not playing FIFA 21. Okay, I'm not yeah, playing it, and I'm not, and I don't, and I don't think it's. Vastly better than FIFA 20, all right? If anyone asks.
1: Ah, uh, double negatives. I don't know what to think now.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Sean, sorry, I kept cutting you off. Did you anything to say, RE Avengers? No, no. I've
3: just like, completely... I, I haven't bothered with the beta, and I'm just amused that they are still serving up the same level that we <laughs> saw on the first trailer,
0: yeah.
3: and the first public demos, the second public demos, the E3 demos, and now as a beta. I mean, come on.
0: I mean, it was that joke that we've had for weeks, for months, isn't it? Is like, is there actually any more to this game? Is it just that moment? <laughs> the other two <laughs> levels, the other two
2: levels weren't worth talking about.
0: Oh
3: my
2: mm. god, they were really yeah. boring. I think that one's good because it's a showcase, at least, of all five, you know, different sets of moves and things. But mm. it's not; it it doesn't showcase, you know, anything very good. I actually, I know you just said the Black Widow bit was boring, and it was. But I kind of thought that was actually the best bit um just That's because you got to do some dodging and stuff the fight her fighting style was just slightly more interesting than the others mm. um but it was boring i totally agree it was a boring fight
0: i enjoy um, um i enjoyed cap but of course in the story yeah. cap dies so how much is he actually in the game exactly cap was better than some of the others i th- i felt
2: thor was really boring iron man was actually very difficult to control and hulk is
0: exceptionally boring there you go Oh, ah, so we didn't agree on that one. Then. I, I enjoyed that. Not oh, completely, secret. but
2: hmm. I don't I'm I'm not a fan of Hulk overall. Did, uh, anyway, did either of not, you? Good thing sorry. we're
0: not paid to uh, promote the game, isn't
3: it? <laughs> did either of you played in multiplayer?
0: Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't get to that area until it froze on me. Okay. Yeah.
3: I'm just I'm just wondering if this is like the division in the sense that you know, division played solo is fine but played <laughs> multiplayer, it's like feels like an entirely different game. No, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the train, like despite the fact that everyone I know that's played it said it's crap. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still on the Hive train.
1: <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> Hold oh, on yeah. for dear life, Sean, because it's like, it's like a
0: COVID train at the moment. You're the only passenger. That's right. Like mm. Social distance from me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a shame it's not local, because I think you and your kids as the Avengers probably have a really good time following mm-hmm. around on it.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm like they've just had birthday money, so I might convince them to get a physical copy and put it on the PS4 upstairs. <laughs>
0: nice. Nice. Just so it's there, just in case. Yes. Yeah, fair enough. Uh right then. Uh that's me. So it is time for Dun
3: dun dun, dun, dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. Sean uh, <gasps> of the Universe. Do, 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 do. Very cool. Sean Thanks. is alive.
3: <laughs> 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 uh do well, you know, I think we should just ditch the actual official theme and just have you singing these crap things every time. Yeah. <laughs> There's really a different
1: there. one every, every week. Yeah. Every week, just pop pop out some sort of pop culture referencing song that puts Sean in the title.
3: Just put me over, that's fine. I don't mind. Okay.
0: Okay. Welcome I've got to be careful because to... I'm, I'm far too good at it, so I don't want to get strikes. You know? <laughs>
3: that's true, yeah. 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 <laughs> You're
1: Sean Hammer. Jesus. <laughs> 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 i was, thinking, Ow, of 80s, I was thinking of 80s 80s pop songs and i was like uh Ow. look at, it, look at songs now. Like, a little oh. awkward pause there was yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay um as i promised um a couple of weeks ago i put up a poll on the twitter account about what we could have for the next oh, quiz bollocks
1: well, what and were our options
3: they were dreamcast pokemon pokemon wasn't it pokemon didn't win Oh fuck for that
4: yeah exactly <laughs> like it done. wasn't Dreamcast because I'll fail this my life, I'll be like also be okay. oh, the, the, was it voice the, actors the,
3: no it wasn't ah. voice actors it was Dreamcast
4: Ah, like oh, um. this I'm going to so,
3: get a
2: terrible score.
3: <laughs> no 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 it, I, I've, I've tried not to just talk about the stuff that was actually on the Dreamcast I've tried to talk about the culture around the Dreamcast too so you might get some of these answers right too oh, let's see so we've got 10 questions about the Dreamcast are you guys ready?
1: No. No. <laughs> cool. Right, I'm starting I was, anyway. I'm about as excited as I was for the actual Dreamcast.
3: Do you know, this first question as well, I'm going to right, turn you off. I can't wait for this. Right, <laughs> question question one. Oh, God. <laughs> question one. Which British football team was sponsored by Sega to wear Dreamcast and Sega-branded shirts between 1999
1: and 2002? I think I actually know this one. Jesus. Prob- <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, my brother, I think, is a fan
4: of this team, so...
1: Ah, so your brother's an asshole then.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, so instead of using Google, you're going to text your brother. Is that what? You, is no, that... no, I'm just trying to use my memory.
1: <laughs> trying to use my my memory.
3: Okay. so question one is: Which British football team was sponsored by Sega to wear Dreamcast and Sega branded shirts between 1999 and 2002? Okay. Question two. What vegetable name was printed on the chip of every Dreamcast visual memory unit?
2: What?
1: I know what a VMU is, I wasn't asking that. I just Yeah what? what
3: what vegetable name was printed on the chip of every Dreamcast visual memory unit?
2: Eggplant. <laughs> With a little symbol. <laughs> little emoji.
3: Question two, what vegetable name was printed on the chip of every Dreamcast visual memory unit? Uh, Question three, what was the highest selling Dreamcast game? And question three, what was the highest selling Dreamcast game?
1: Does this include bundled games?
3: I'm not sure. I just took it from the official list. Question four, what color was the X button on the standard Dreamcast controller? Question four, what color was the X button on the standard Dreamcast controller? Question five, Which game publisher refused to publish any games on The Dreamcast because Sega wouldn't grant them a contract to be exclusive supplier of sports titles to the console? Question 5 Which game publisher refused to publish any games on The Dreamcast because Sega wouldn't grant them a contract to be exclusive supplier of sports titles to The console? question six before his death sega chairman Isao oh i'm going to murder this isaio okawa was in negotiations with another company to enable dreamcast games to be made playable on which other console so question six before his death sega chairman Isao okawa was in negotiations with another company to enable dreamcast games to be played made playable on which other console? Question. Sorry, go on. That's a good question. Thanks. Hmm. I put some thoughts into it this week. (laughs) (laughs) Question seven. Which Dreamcast game was listed in the Guinness Book of Records as the most expensive game ever to develop? until it was replaced by Star Wars The Old Republic in
1: 2011. Everyone
0: must know this. <laughs> I wonder what it is now. I wonder what the most expensive game is now. Maybe The Last of Us Part 2? Hmm. Call of Duty? I don't know. Sorry. Over tangent. Just curious. Uh,
3: I think it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Because yeah. it has something like 500 million spent on marketing. Um, <laughs> question seven: Which Dreamcast game was listed in the Guinness Book of Records as the most expensive game ever to develop, until it was replaced by Star Wars: The Old Republic in 2011? <laughs> Buke, <Beak. laughs> shoot your fucking face! <laughs> okay. Question eight: In which Dreamcast game might you play as characters named Edward Falcon, Kraken, and Gunrock?
0: Wait. God, this needs to come back. I think this
1: question has come back before. It's close.
3: Question eight. In which streamcast game might you play as characters named Edward Falcon, Kraken, and Gunrock? I've asked about this game before, but
1: not these characters. I think the question was name three characters from that <laughs> game that I nearly <laughs> said. <laughs> well done.
3: You stopped yourself. Yeah. Um, okay. Question nine. Cop, Di- Question nine: The main character Bruno Dellinger from the Dreamcast and arcade game Dynamite Cop makes a cameo appearance in which Dreamcast Light Gun game series? Question nine: The main character Bruno Dellinger from the Dreamcast and arcade game Dynamite Cop makes the cameo appearance in which Dreamcast Light Gun game series? And finally, question ten: What is the name of the island that Claire Redfield is imprisoned on yes. in Resident Evil Code Veronica? And question ten.
0: Such <laughs> bias. It's I was going to say,
3: <laughs> I can't do a Dreamcast quiz without mentioning this game. Question 10, what is the name of the island that Claire Redfield is imprisoned on in Resident Evil Code Veronica?
0: Mind you, this has been an entire Ross Bias quiz, to be honest.
3: I did feel that, you know, there was quite a lot of Ross Bias.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, can we, can we not give it to the public next time, please?
3: No, it's always going to go to the public for now on. <laughs> I'm going to throw out four rando topics and we're going to vote on it.
0: <laughs> Sean's ran out of ideas. Essentially, yeah, no, it's just... exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do my, do my Crowdsourcing quiz. the quiz. <laughs> Look,
1: it's not my fault, then, if the topic sucks. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I would have nailed the voice actors, then. I'm sure you would.
4: Uh, young Sean. Yes. Could you possibly read me out question six again,
3: please? Uh, question six. Um, Someone oh, you,
1: one. you wouldn't
2: want to read out again.
3: Ah, uh, question six. Before his death, Sega
4: chairman. Oh no, I've got that one. Sorry. Question seven, then. Sorry.
3: Question seven, which Dreamcast game was listed in the Guinness Book of Records as the most expensive game ever to develop until it was replaced by, say, oh, by Star nice. Wars The Old Republic in
4: 2011? Thank you very much, Lee. A pleasure.
2: I think I've got the first football one right. Wow. I know nothing about football. It's just that I think that's the team I pretended to sponsor as a kid. Not sponsor. I see. I don't even know the right words.
0: Wow. Support.
2: Jesus. Yes.
3: Excellent news. Toby's just outed himself as the worst <laughs> supporter of all time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Well, I don't even know what the fucking term is.
0: I'm a very big sponsor of Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> they were currently drawing, and it's annoying the hell out of me. Anyway, let's move on. So, we're going to go from football to Fortnite. Yeah. Equally, wine can make too much money. Yes, well... Very much so. And that has been the crux of the issue this week with uh, Epic Games' rather popular Battle Royale. Now, we're going to get into this. We did have a discussion about whether or not we were going to, and we thought, well, it is kind of the biggest story of the week, and it would be daft not to have a little go at it. So, in layman's terms, Fortnite has been removed from the iOS App Store and Google Play in a row over their policies in terms of percentages and microtransactions and whatnot. Epic Games, earlier this week, uh, gave the players of Fortnite on mobile an option on the on iOS to pay for V-Bucks, the game's in-game currency, not through Apple's uh, store, but directly to Epic in order to circumvent Apple's 30% take on all of those currency transactions. Apple, in response, were like, uh, sorry, what? and decided to remove the game completely from stores and tell all of the owners that already had the game that they will no longer be receiving future updates. In retaliation, Epic Games made this very strange 1984 parody video, again, slamming Apple's parody video of 1984. Um, It seemed in a very, very quick amount of time they managed to throw this thing together, and it's, it's a little weird. But they then kind of rallied their audience, which is very young, very impressionable children, mostly playing this game, to start a hashtag, hashtag free Fortnite, um, to allow the game to return back to iOS with these new terms that Epic want. Apple don't want to do that, as I'm uh, recording this. That same evening, Google were like, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, that's bad as well. So they've taken Fortnite off their store as well, and Epic are just sitting there on their piles and piles of money, crying because, they're not getting as much money as they want from these trillion dollar companies such as Apple and Google. It's a very fun experience. I did a little article about it on the website, um, which makes me not want to talk about it anymore. So I'm going to hand it over to Sean Davies with a very, a, a far more sensible and reasonable take on this entire situation.
3: Cheers, dude, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think as I agree with, so if you, if you get a chance, I, I highly advise you go and read Roscoe's op-ed on the website because... He basically basically positions it as a fact that we shouldn't give a shit, and that that is that is the take we should be we we should be having. We, this is a spat between billion dollar companies, but it is important, and it will be interesting because this has the potential to rock gaming to the core. And I say this because. And um, there have been cases like this in the past um, Microsoft on their antitrust with Internet Explorer from the late nineties is, is one that's being cited a lot right now. Epic were making around about $1.6 million a day from just Apple devices. And obviously when this happened, they obviously stopped making that money. It is going to be very interesting why, what happens next because Apple were also making forty-eight grand, sorry, four hundred eighty grand a day from not doing anything. Fucking hell, man! So they were making four hundred eighty grand as a thirty percent cut on everything that Epic made. Now, when you put it into these kind of these kind of numbers, you kind of understand why Epic have a major fucking gripe, and I, I understand that. You know, basically, Apple and Google and Sony and Microsoft. And anybody else's storefront that they put them on are taking 30% of their profits. And, you know, in a lot of the instances, they aren't doing anything. They're just basically putting in a payment structure. Now, that payment structure is there and it is, is a tax for having the people be allowed onto the platform, despite the fact that they've already paid to have their game on that platform, and to protect players from fraudulent activity. So, you know, from some some apps um the reason they don't that apple don't allow games to have in app payment models is because you could have people trying to steal money all the time they they apple try to prevent that with this this policy, but basically, Apple are scalping every single developer with microtransactions and with games uh, on on their app store that isn't just apple that's every storeholder, the same with Sony same with microsoft um same with Google they are taking. 30 you percent know, obviously epic don't we do the epic game store but you know every other storeholder is taking that money this this court case could could rock the foundations of gaming because we are about to enter another generation uh, and digital sales of games are at around 60 percent of all games sold right now and Every company that holds a platform is making a ton of money by taking 30% of every sale. And for for games they publish themselves, they get 100%. So we have digital editions of consoles being released soon. And if this this court case blows up, it might have wider ramifications. Now, it's very obvious. I I find the way that Epic did this very distasteful because it's very obvious that, that... Epic and Apple have been having conversations that they've had negotiations and those negotiations have broken down and then Epic have gone ahead and done this anyway. They must've been talking about trying to reduce that percentage. And I imagine it's been going on for months because the trailer they put out, the mocking um, video of the 1984 video that Apple did years ago, um, that, that has taken time to put together. That isn't something you throw together. They knew they weren't going to do this, and basically, they walked Apple and Google into their trap. Because now, um, this court case, it is very likely that Epic are going to win. So, but but now it's Epic and Google's job in their fucking horrible capitalist, money-grabbing way is to basically take as long as physically possible to get this through the courts. Because every day, you know, Epic are losing just from. The Apple Store, $1.6 million a day of revenue that they could have had otherwise. And I, I, I wouldn't hazard a guess at how much they're losing from Android. But basically, you know th- this is a game of chicken now. Who get, who blinks first? A- Apple, if they make an exception for Epic, they're going to have to start making exceptions for everybody else. And Apple, I'll be honest with you, the, the fact that Microsoft recently tried to get xCloud onto our devices and Apple said no. I think, I think that Microsoft are really going to actually go in with Epic and say, nah, fuck this. You guys should let these apps on your store. And you shouldn't be charging 30% because there's no way that the, the work that you do is, is worth 480 grand a day. So it's going to be very interesting, court case. And I genuinely can't call it, but it has massive ramifications if, if it ends up going one way or the other. We could end up seeing digital storefronts becoming very choosy about who they let on. We could see digital storefronts shutting up shop altogether. And we might see it go completely the opposite way by allowing publishers and developers to be far more in control of how much they give to the storefront. So, yeah, it's a very interesting court case, and I am very interested in what happens. Not from a, you know, a gamer's perspective. I couldn't really give a shit either way because I don't own an Apple, and I don't really play Fortnite anymore. Well, what happens next could be massive.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is that the ramifications for other developers, not just Epic. Oh yeah, that's the major thing because you know a lot of mobile games are free to play and they do rely on microt- microtransactions being sold through their stores and have to put up with Apple's thirty percent, regardless.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, I mean Epic, Epic are okay. You know we can't, we don't need to worry about Epic. no no yeah it's like like you said it's the the ripple effect of what might happen from this is what is the interesting aspect of it I think
3: yeah and it's been funny to see what kind of developers so as much as as we all kind of found indistasteful seeing Randy Pitchford turn up and say hey you know Tim you know I understand why Epic are doing this I know that you're trying to be altruistic and I don't know, I mean, at the end of the day, we all know that Epic are in it for themselves. They're in it for that 480 grand extra that they could be earning per day, but they're not. Um, but, you know, the, the, the effects might be good for everybody. gamers included.
0: And... Do you think Epic have handled this well, though? Do you no. think my, my, my biggest issue with this is them, you know, soldiering and arming their fan base? No, that's been petty as fuck. Yeah, um, yeah, that's been my biggest gripe with this all I
1: would, I would understand. Just, I haven't got much to say on it. I'm just going to interject. Quickly. I would understand if it was like a small dev that were getting absolutely rinsed by Apple's nefarious policies and all that kind of shit. And I'd be a bit more like, God, I see their point. But to circumvent the terms that Apple have put on there just because Epic want to make Scrooge McDuck piles of money, it's just... it, it It's taking the piss. And it's like you're making that much money, like Sean said, but was it 1.6 million a day? And then because they violated Apple's terms of services, they don't have a paddy and go, Oh, it's, it's Orwellian moon. It's like, it's not though, is it? You signed up for these T's and C's and you want to circumvent that to get an extra half a mill a day. What? Why? I mean, I I don't care for Fortnite. I know I've interrupted you several times and said, I don't want to hear about Fortnite, And I say it flippantly, but I genuinely don't give a shit. I think it's corrupted. Like, the minds of kids that think it's the way to go, and I just think nah just, I'm not going to get on that rabbit hole today, but if it were any other fledgling indie developer that's been screwed by Apple, then yeah, I'd be like, you know, fight the power, but when it's epic doing it, yeah, and then because <laughs> they've been called out of it, and they're not going, all right, hands up, fair enough we'll we'll cough up the dividends, and we'll we'll do it they're going, no, they've taken our rights, hashtag free fortnight, which is going to mm. rally a bunch of impressionable kids that don't understand how business practice works, and they're going to see. Epic is the, the victim in this and they're going to rise up and well, they're not, they're going to sit on their iPads and watch something else, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's narcissism. It's like, Oh, we're the victims here. Nah, we're only making 1.6 mil a day, not 2.1 mil a day. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah. But
4: I, um, I've got, I, I don't know if this is kind of like on the right wavelength kind of thing, but I've got another, another way of thinking about this. It's like, um, so, you know, it's a storefront, right? So um, what it is, so Epic have a game, and they go, we want to get this game out to as many people as possible, and Apple go, hey, we've got a storefront. You can put your game on our storefront, but we need to make a profit from that, just like basic economics, isn't it? If you had a shop, you fill it with games, you pay the publishers X amount, say, 30 quid, and you sell it for 35 quid, because you need to make a profit from paying your overhead. So um, I don't know if this is like kind of on the same, same thing, but like, I don't see why it's getting the ump because you know, if it wasn't for Apple, they wouldn't be getting that money yeah, in the that, first place.
1: That was my point. Like, yeah, yeah. If, if there's anyone else and they're getting unfairly screwed, fine. But
4: I don't done with anyone else It's just like, you know, if I had, if I created an app, I like well, I need to get this app to as many people as possible, I'd have to pay Apple 30% because they've got that billions of, uh, users on their store. So that's the only way I can get my app. To that Store, but saying that App can take thirty percent. If I'm getting my app to uh, the billion users on the on the App Store, I'm still going to be rich. So I don't get it. And it's just epic being selfish fuckers uh, who think, well, hold on a minute, I want all the money. Why Apple getting money? But then I've been thinking about that, and I think, well, you know, I saw a screenshot. Um, and- <laughs> Sorry,
1: it just feels like everything I've said you've just translated into London
4: that's what I don't <laughs> this is another point
1: it's called agreeing uh, Greg it's called agreeing I, I know it's, just, it's like it's like he's just doing it's like he's just you know like on, when you watch Channel 4 at 3 in the morning and you get the, the, the uh, what they called sign language translator Paul's just doing the
4: um, the, the, the geezer version the geezer. <laughs> well I, I see I, I, yeah I do agree with you Greg but I mean even if it was a smallest developer they should still pay that 30
1: oh yeah no if it, was, if it was a small developer and they had to pay a fee that's what I mean that's fine but it, obviously that would change if Apple ramped up, you know, I'm not saying yeah, that I, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd feel more sympathy if it was a, if it was a game saying, look, all right, if it was a publisher saying hands up, we want to make a little bit extra on the side to fund something and then they paid their due back or something. It's not, it's epic.
4: Yeah, I know. Epic. I mean, they've got so much money, but. Uh, so I mean, see. and then
1: to, 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 make 1.6 million a day and then go, well, oh, we could do an extra 460,000. It's yeah. That's, that's what I annoys mean, me.
4: Say so there was a screenshot I so saw. I think when I put the news up, and there was, a, there was an option you could buy via Apple Pay by the App Store. You could buy via Epic Store, or something like that. And um, there, there was a price difference. Like it was ten pounds. I think I think on the App Store and seven ninety nine on the Epic Store. So obviously, buying the Epic Store, you're not paying the percentage. But as I was thinking about this. I thought, well, like, you know what? So Epic uh, are selling their products on App Store. Um, I have an Apple phone. All my devices are Apple, and they are, you know, you know. Uh, rightly or wrongly, I think they're probably the most trustworthy of companies in the sense of security. Um, so, because they're just trying to sell you products, they're not really trying to sell you advertising. So, if I had the option to uh, buy something via Apple Pay, which is what my my bank cards are connected to, for an extra like three quid, then I'll buy it. But then that, um, I think you mentioned it, Sean or, or uh, Ross, I can't remember. But to to have that kind of a level of security, um, you know, and all these kind of kind of fraudulent kind of looking out for all the fraudulent crap or whatever, that 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 does cost. So you you're sitting around saying oh you getting 30% doing nothing. In fact they have to obviously kind of oversee the kind of uh infrastructure oh of yeah of whole, yeah. whole banking things. So um I think Epic have been dicks. I really oh, that's, what,
1: that's my point. Yeah. I think the other um, irony that no one's really picked up on is that using 1984, I know they're doing a past issue when Apple did it, but using 1984 as a metaphor for breaking free is quite ironic when it's hilarious it's a a game that has kids
0: by the millions
1: sat glued watching the same screen
0: yeah yeah it's it's very funny that, that that's even a thought because it's just the irony of it just break free
1: from your shackles and keep watching us play Fortnite.
0: Yeah, keep buying, keep buying V-Bucks. <laughs> consume, <Yeah>. consume. <laughs> keep us. buying V-Bucks, but from us, not from Apple. But is, it, yeah. is it
4: not like a weird sort of cyber slavery in a way, isn't it, really? Do you know what I mean? Just like... Well, I mean,
1: they're, they're taking a the mick out of Apple doing it 10 years ago when Apple did it about something else, which has slipped my mind. Oh, I can't remember either. Yeah, that's, that's the, the thing they're doing. But like I said, you think no one in the marketing team went, hang on, how do you spell irony? Seemingly
0: around the 80s, it would have been probably against Microsoft.
1: Uh, no, I think it was like ten years ago. I'm, I'm quick. Just can on. remember. It. Oh, it's mad. No, um, it's, it's, it's um. Can I can I ask a question about it? No, of course you can. Oh, so it was it was a it was Mac visible. version. It was what? Sorry. It was sorry. It was a Mac advert. But you're right. I think it was. It was done in. No, no, stop saying, 1983. Stop saying 1984, because that's the book. <laughs> it was released in 1984. No, not, not you. It's just everything on Google is going, oh, 90s, Apple's 1984 commercial. Yeah, no, that's, that's what it's based on, not the year. It was 83, yeah. was it? It was
3: released in 1984. Yeah. So um, was. It, was, yeah, it, was, it was basically a rallying cry against the fact that, you know, Microsoft and PC had kind of taken over uh, the, the market and they were trying to break through. So it
1: has literally come back to bite them in the ass there. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's even better. That's, that's the irony
0: that we are Apple, the. Oh, uh, it's, like,
1: it's like a double layer of irony. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
0: Apple, the $2 trillion value company.
1: Yeah. the Once once mighty underdogs that were now, you know, become everything they stood against in 1984. Huh. Weird.
0: Yeah. Oh, you got to love it. Uh, sorry, Toby. <laughs> so, two questions.
2: Um, and I don't know if, you know, Sean or, or Paul, from what you've been looking at or, or Ross, anyone can answer them. But um, so, are they actually. If you buy your V-Bucks on. An Apple product, so you're playing on your iPad or whatever, is it jacked up to ten ninety nine instead of seven ninety nine because if that is the case then then and it, and, the, and the price is put down you know they' they're they're jacking up that price to cover the thirty percent yes, so then taking everything off and and demanding you get that bit is is just a principal play it's not you know they're not going mm. they're not going to charge them ten ninety nine once Apple roll over and say no, you don't need to take the thirty percent, they'll go back down to seven ninety nine. So they're not actually making any more money
0: out of it. Well, I if should. That's the I case. Do you see I what did, I mean? I did forget to mention this whole thing started because Epic put down the price of the V Bucks across uh, all platforms, and right. oh, you can do. get you can get six forty nine for like a thousand V Bucks.
2: So they were all 1099 and now they've put them all down on all the other platforms.
0: Yeah. Along with Except, offering the option right. to buy them directly from Epic. i with uh, you. Oh, Sorry. I'm with you. The yeah.
1: 2010 commercial just interject, was a Half-Life two becoming available on OS X. Right. Uh, that's, that's the confusion I had. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: it, it just seems like it's sort of out of principle thing. So, um, but, it, but if you say, as you, as you said, if they, if they're all, if they've gone down across the whole market, then then that maybe that's slightly different. Um, my other question was, if you say say if you're um you're epic, is there? Oh, I wish you I was. In- <laughs> you are <laughs> epic, Russ. <Rod. laughs> Thanks. I um, can <laughs> so, compliments from Toby. There.
1: <laughs> <laughs> imagine if you were epic. right there.
2: Bam. <laughs> um, so imagine if you were if you were epic and say say you buy your V bucks right. If you buy your V bucks anywhere they should still be a bit like PlayStation Plus membership, right? You buy your PlayStation Plus membership at the shop if you want, yep. you know, at, at GameStation, or games, or, or oh, games. Game. do not exist anymore. GameStation um, Game never sold V-Bucks. <laughs> so the idea is that you would buy your V-Bucks there, and then it just goes onto your account, and then you can use it on any platform. Why is it not mm. like that? I mean, why, that does, is... why is there any way to get 30% from anyone on the V-Bucks? I don't understand it would seem it would make sense that epic just had it as a across all accounts any platform
0: you can buy it anywhere boom yeah it's just it was apple's policy for getting Fortnite on ios
1: i like the fact that it just says that that epic is saying about it's violated the apple terms of service monopoly it's not a monopoly it's well, it terms of it service
2: it wouldn't violate anything if you'd already previously bought your v bucks under anything and it just turned up on your account yeah yeah I mean? I mean, you mean
1: if it went through like apple's proprietary redeem, redemption system
2: yeah i just log in to yeah, yeah. fortnite or whatever on my ipad and there's my V Bucks i bought you know five years ago somewhere yeah. else whoever whatever see what i mean why are vbucks not tied to an account instead of being tied to the system oh, i don't know anyway um beyond that i don't have a huge amount of an opinion on this i do agree with um ross that we're not soldiers to be mobilised by million-dollar com- companies. So everyone should do themselves a favour, not be a sheep and stay out of it, um, because it's not worth it. It's just you know two different versions of the man agreeing or disagreeing rather over billions of pounds. This is It's, it, it's, it's not it's, my problem. It's not, it's it's not, not the problem. underdog. It's not the underdog versus the man. It's the man versus the man. It's just the man versus the man. Exactly. It's not the underdog play at all. And I just think there's no reason to take sides.
0: No, I agree. And that's what robbed me up the other day. When exactly. Yeah. I, I, I was reading about it kind of the night it happens and I was, I was kind of like trying to learn about it a bit more. And then I woke up the next morning. I was like, why do I care? Yeah. Like, why do I give a shit about this? And the more I sort of thought about it, it was like, right, I just, I'm trying to not let kids throw insults at Apple's social media managers, you know, for just absolutely no reason whatsoever. And I don't know. I mean, I don't have, I don't have kids that I need to teach that that's not okay. You know, um, I I know Sean, that you guys don't have, your kids don't have iOS devices, but, and they're obviously smart enough not to get involved in this, but is it, is it something that kids need to know that like, just because Epic who make Fortnite are telling you to do this, that you, that you can't, that it's not okay. If you you see what I mean.
3: I, I dislike the way that Epic have done it because, if the last decade of gaming industry has taught us anything it's that we should absolutely not be trying to rally together gamers for in any way really because every time it ends in disaster <laughs> yes. you know the, right. we've had GamerGate, we've had we've had every kind of possible connotation of shittiness is is people trying to come together because on the internet that doesn't happen people you know no no matter how bold and good your intentions might be it will always turn to shit and epics has straight away you saw kids sending tweets to and to you know whatever social channel they were on just telling apple to go and fuck themselves and you know this was epics only play because if they didn't do this no one would have given a damn and basically what would happen is the game would have been removed from the stores that would have been it so, Epic have done what they needed, what they thought they needed to do, and I'll be honest with you, you know, they didn't need to put out the advert. They needed to put out a press release. They needed to say, um, we we don't agree with the monopoly that Apple have on phone devices and are taking 30%. I don't like that. I don't. I've never liked Apple's walled garden. I much prefer Google. And then Google went and did it anyway because they're dicks as well now. Yep. So. <laughs> Which I'd never that, like the whole point of Android was to not have this kind of a situation, and there we are.
2: It Wasn't even aimed at Google. No, because like like yeah. you say, they they were clearly planning this. You don't put that stuff together. It was it was a play, a trap for them to fall into. So, and they didn't aim that trap at Google, and yet Google thought, I'm just going to jump in there as well. Yeah, yeah. we to
0: save Apple. What the hell? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? what the hell? If you're in a duopoly like that, let the other guy fucking die. Yeah.
0: And that's yeah, that's that that's exactly it, Toby. Yeah. <laughs> like, Androids, Android for, for years. Google oh, are just I love stupid that. in this. For years, they've gone, Android is the antithesis to, antithesis, antithesis, Antithesis. I can't can't say it. You know what I mean. (laughs) Um, It's that word to iOS. It's gone, here, here's everything you want. You can have customization, you can have all these updates way before iOS do it. This is what you want to do. This is it, this is yours. This is yours as a consumer. You can just create it and use it any way you want. And now they're siding with Apple. I was
4: like, what's happening? (laughs) I what what is, what, what's the uh, people's beef with the, uh, the uh, Apple like eco, ecosystem, like, Garden. Okay. My, All right, Paul, particular... you
0: fucking Apple apologist. That's, that's, that's Let's big, go on that's this. That's a big question. <laughs> oh, <that makes> <laughs> uh, uh, Sean, do you want to slice them down?
3: Like <laughs> <Look>, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't mind if you just want to have the cozy oh, Apple mold, bum, Apple 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 life. Yeah, I, it's it's fine, you know. But it, honestly, it's so restrictive. Because Apple are about five years behind Android all the time, because they won't allow innovation to happen on their platform. Like every time Apple gives an update, everyone goes, "It's so cutting edge!" And every Android oh, user no. goes, oh, no. Oh, no. "What the fuck are you talking about? We had this a generation of phone ago, and it's fine because Apple users they they, they can they can be cosy in their security, um, but it's just it's just a lack of innovation." And the fact that, you know, if I wanted to install an app that Apple didn't want me to, they wouldn't allow me to. And that's well, a name. Yeah, I guess, that's what I it is for me. Is, it's, thrive, it's freedom um,
2: for, for, for what you want to put in there. It's, it's freedom of software. It's freedom of, you know, being able to jailbreak everything and being able to run it the way you want to run it. Whereas yeah. Apple is just a completely locked system, which is why they're so good against viruses and all that kind of stuff and why they're so secure. But it's just, it, it's the antithesis of what people want in some cases.
0: Well, that's how you say just, it. Ross.
4: This is this is a random tangent. Thank you. I've, I've had uh, iPhones. I I've had think, Android. Uh, I've had I've jailbroken Androids. A, bit, a lot, and and it's a, it's a weird thing. I mean, it may, it's my OCD. I, I can't stand the customization of it because I like the the rigid grids of the apps on the iPhone. I can't stand all these kind of widgets and whatnot. I know Apple bring it widgets, but I ain't going to use them. Um, but it, I suppose we've just got to say that you know, if it wasn't for Apple, there wouldn't be a a smartphone
3: so you know, all over. I mean there would have been uh, yeah uh, <laughs> <was> on, uh, <laughs> I had a shitty first, and it yeah
4: was I mean absolutely
0: terrible I when in the heady days when I had an iPad yeah they're they are exceptional pieces of hardware they're generally fantastic and for for creators like yourself Paul yeah there's nothing better out there absolutely not the problem is Apple know this and so They'll wall themselves in and go, right, you got to sign up to this, 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 and this, if you want to use the system. And Android goes, you know, here's, here, here are your options. You know, you'll know, be on Samsung or Google or whatever it is. I've got a Google Pixel 3 right now. It's a fantastic phone. It's incredibly creative. My, you'll be very proud of my home screen. It's very tidy. There's no widgets. It looks of very nice. Yeah.
4: <laughs> has you it got stickers though on the back?
0: Has it got stickers on the back? It's very clean. Not good. <laughs> I've, learned, I've learned from the best. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this isn't an argument about Apple but it's they're they're just being restrictive to developers and that's the biggest issue right now and they're not allow- a 30% is a is a hefty amount you know and Apple don't need it
4: well they don't I mean I've just I've, I mean my my thing is like, this way back was not like 2000 or something I was generally going to open up a video game shop way back when and I looked into it all right you've got to obviously buy overheads and a like, shop to rent that kind of thing but also you've got my stock and stock is like you know, markup on a video game is about five. It's not a lot. And I looked at the math. I thought it's not worth the hassle. But my point is, is that I, if I did have that shop, I'd have to make some money. So, well, guess I'll buy the stock in cheaper, but then I'll sell it for more expensive to try and get that profit, which is essentially what, what uh, Google and Apple are doing with their app stores, essentially. such a big shop. They've got to make some profit for their overheads. So they are charging 30%. They don't have to buy the stock in because they've got the, the market, the, the user base. We don't need to buy it, but they still need to make some money for the overheads. So, uh,
0: Right, let's talk about other billionaires. Xbox! Who have had a bit of a week of it, to be honest. Um, there's three kind of major things to go into, so we'll, uh, we'll attack them one by one. Uh, firstly, Halo Infinite will miss the Xbox Series X launch. Um, it looks to be moving to... 2021 no one knows exactly when in 2021 that includes the campaign and of course the free to play multiplayer that they were planning as well uh who should i take this to uh toby what do you think this does uh, to the series x launch primarily i don't think it matters that much
2: um and the reason i would say that is i think i think i agree with the guy someone else will have to give me his name who was talking about it on that video um he he said that the PlayStation and the Xbox, neither of them really have a killer, you know, an absolute killer app. Um, And to a certain extent, I think I kind of agree with him. I don't think there's anything massive that they've been saying. This is exclusive. This is only on this particular one, and it's going to be launched. Except for Halo Infinite.
0: And you know, PlayStation. There is there is one. We're going to get into it in a bit. So are we saying Miles Morales? Most definitely. Okay. So that.
2: Well, okay, we'll go into that one in a bit. But I just think that Halo Infinite, if you're going to buy an Xbox and you want to play Halo, you're going to wait. You're going to buy an Xbox anyway. You're not, it's not going to cause them any real hurt because anyone who's bought into, just like we were talking about a second ago with the Apple systems, if you bought into the Xbox system with Halo you're going to you know xbox is going to xbox and playstation is going to playstation it's not it, it's just that's the way it is and i think this particular generation they've managed you know play, uh, sony have managed to claw back a little bit of, of sort of undecided voters if you see what i mean but i don't think it's going to hurt their major fan base i don't think it's going to hurt anyone who's got game pass and wants to carry on with game pass they're just going to get halo infinite a bit a little, little bit later on and considering how Xbox have been selling, you know, maybe get our hardware if you feel like it down the line at some point, they, they probably don't care that Halo Infinite has been delayed because they aren't really pushing the hardware on a particular day when you need to have it for a particular game. They just don't seem to be playing the same ball game as Sony is. That's my take.
0: I mean, what else do they have though? I mean, if, if we're looking at the Series X launch... No, they, a, don't have, they don't have much. ...as a traditional <laughs> console launch, you know. Um, they, the statement they put out with um, the uh, release date of the Series X, which is November, which we'll get into in a second, they said, you can play all of your games day one on Series X. You can play all of Game Pass. You can do xCloud on... So it's like, yeah, but what about the new stuff? <laughs> what about these games that are going to look... I, mean, I don't, I don't feel like they Series want... X? Yeah, I don't feel like they care,
2: really care all that much about selling hardware on day 1. I just don't think it's their business model right now. Their business model is get everyone psyched for Game Pass, keep them on Game Pass, and then eventually if they care to upgrade the graphics, they will. And that's it. They they they're going for a subscription model and it doesn't matter what hardware you're on. I was playing XCloud on my phone just the other day. It worked brilliantly and, you know, Gears Gears 5 was on there and it's just well, if I can do that then I probably don't need the hardware and so they've mm. realized that and they're going well okay so we won't plug the hardware and we won't go you must have everything straight away day one because otherwise you can't play this game plus as a final point it didn't look that great so they are probably thinking they need to go back and have a little work work it over a little bit um but clearly if anyone wants it at the high uber graphics they will wait and get it when it's like that
3: mm-hmm. i agree with toby
2: Okay, just like <laughs> silence <laughs> well, Am I wrong? It, really.
0: Cool. Uh cool. Okay, uh the next one was um the Xbox Series S has seemingly been confirmed on a leaked photo of the Series X controller, um which has been going out to uh, prospective retailers and things like that. Um it says do not display until November the sixth, twenty twenty which could be a possible release date, but it looks like the Xbox Series S, whatever it is going to be, um, is now confirmed. Even though Microsoft haven't 100% said that it's going to happen. Sure. what the hell is the Xbox Series S?
3: From what I can gather, it's a Xbox One X.5. So basically, it's, it's capable of playing Xbox Series X games, exclusives, um, but it won't be playing them at the full shiny 4K, 60 frames per second that that console is capable of. It's kind of uh, the checkerboard um, HD 4K that um, the current Xbox One X can do, um, but it's it's not going to be all singing or dancing. They, they're saying it's something, it's like halfway between the Xbox One X teraflops and the Xbox Series X teraflops. And oh, yeah, it's, love teraflops got to love a teraflop (laughs) um yeah it's it's basically the the light version of the next-gen console which we're expecting to come in at a lower price significantly lower price um and um
0: to launch around about the same time is it going to be distance Jerk?
3: i don't know i genuinely don't know about this one because it's not this this will not be as powerful as the playstation 5 Mm. um So they might be able to put a disc in there and still let you play next-gen games, which is another, you know, another angle altogether. You know, for those kids that don't really want to spend money on an Xbox Series X, but are absolutely set against buying a PS5 because some people are, you know, married to a particular brand, then this might be the one that you get this Christmas. You know, it's the stepping stone. And it also mm. makes a really great second console for exclusives. If you are a PlayStation-only kind of person and you want an Xbox for just the exclusives, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's a nice proposition. Fingers crossed.
0: Mm. Um, Greg, if you were to, I know we're we're not all going to rush out and buy uh, a Series X X or S, but hypothetically, if you're in that situation, would you save money and go for an S, or would you want that kind of shiny? 8K, 4K,ness with the Series X, if you had the option.
1: I think as a sort of part-time Xbox player, I'd be more interested in the S because, like, I know I've on about my my TV from last year and stuff like that. So that's why I went from playing a lot of PlayStation games to my Xbox before I got 4K because my Xbox had more storage. And then I upgraded for a Pro, so now I've gone back to the PS4. So I would probably be more interested in upgrading to a cheaper X, sorry, an S version, just to experience sort of matched 4k gameplay but that's more that would still be a luxury for me at this point but yeah no it, it doesn't make me enthused to want to push that extra bit further for a, a series x mm, so and and i mean i'm not a big halo fan anyway but as to, to bridge the gap with an s would be all right because i can still play all the current games i've got on there and you know the, the disc-based games i've still got but to to make that jump to an x for not really a lot of new release titles that i'm interested in will just be if anything a waste of money for me because i would if i had the money to buy either it'd be a ps5 but yeah i think unless i get megabucks it's it's not really anything on my radar in the next year or so i mean if they drop the prices down of an s to something like a hundred or quid i know they're not going i'm just being hypothetical then i could in theory trade my my xbox in towards it and knock a bit off the price it won't have much value but it, it'll be an upgrade as such but uh if if i were given the option i'd probably go for an s over plumping for a whole new next gen well quote unquote next gen because there's not really a lot coming out for it that i want
0: yeah fair enough thought about the games in it really
1: yeah bit. exactly like i know i've said before i'm not really much of a tech head so mm. i i like things that look nice i like now that i've got a ps4 pro and 4k and when i did actually finally switch I was, funny enough, playing Sekiro at the time, and I remember I switched TVs, I don't know, like a t- few days after, or a month or so after that Sekiro came out, and I remember I swapped, and I was like, oh my God, all the bright colors, which is funny, because Sekiro is quite a darkish game. And then I reinstalled Resident Evil 2, and I was like, this is amazing. But to ask me to compare what makes it different between a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X, then, yeah, no, that's beyond me. So... You're right, it is about the games. So there's nothing in this next generation of Xbox games that makes me really want to buy an X, a Series X. I get so confused with these Mm. bloody names.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and um, yeah. finally, uh, we touched on it a second ago, but yeah, the Xbox Series X has been confirmed for November. Um, There's not really a lot to go on. This is just November again, a prospective release date has been leaked to retailers on November 6th. Uh, Paul, what's your major take on this? How exciting. For a release date that isn't a release date yet.
4: Oh, God. I do you know Um, I've, I've made the decision that I'm not particularly kind of going to rush out and, and body things. Um, inevitably, there's always like a. I mean, um, I don't know, mate. Honestly, I want to please?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's not much to talk about here. It's just yeah, that was a, the final kind of like thing. It's like yeah, it's got a possible release date of November sixth. It's definitely coming out in November. No one knows exactly when. There you, there you go. That's perfect. Thank you. Jolly good show. Uh, Right then, Um, (laughs) let's talk about uh, Control, which will not be getting a free upgrade uh, to PS4, PS5, much like damn near every other game that's currently available. Remedy, I say Remedy. It's probably five or five games actually that the uh, publishers of the game that have made this decision that if you want the upgrade of PS4 to PS5, which and one to Series X, or a lot of uh, you know companies are doing for free, um, you're going to have to shell out for the Ultimate Edition of Control. Uh, which is coming uh, soon, and yeah, people are getting a little bit um, head up about this. Just a little I, bit. I've got a, I've got a take on this, but I'll, uh, I'll save it. Uh, Greg, do you have a take on this? Yeah, I think it's fucking bullshit. Okay. Um, yes, let it happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was a bit late to the control party anyway, just because of funds at the time. But I've been a supporter of it since sort of day one, um, and I, I bought the season pass on the cheap because. Again, it was twenty quid, so that already would have been seventy quid towards the game. So, I mean, it brought it down to sixty. So, it was only splitting hairs by about a tenner. But it's like I paid sixty quid for this fucking game, and even if I, I know I've just said like less than five minutes ago, I'm not going to buy a PS5 straight away. But it just it fucks me off that because I didn't plump out for like the the seventy quid version of the game or the seventy five whatever Ultimate Edition, and I bought the two components of that Ultimate Edition separately that I'm not entitled to upgrade the game I've already paid for, for free. And yes, it is only a visual upgrade or whatever. It's it's splitting hairs because it will look nicer, but it's still bullshit practice that I've, I've got the physical disc. My my console will read that I've got the disc. That I've, I own that game. I've already paid for it. New or pre-owned, it doesn't matter. But because I haven't got a super special Ultimate Edition listed on my downloaded games on whichever format I've got it on, I'm not entitled to a shiny visual upgrade on this shiny 600 quid console. I just bought fucking bullshit. It's, it's snobbery. It's, it's like a VIP club. Like, Oh, you didn't buy the deluxe version. You have to play it normally on your PS five. Even if it is backwards compatible, I'm not going to get the upgraded version. I'm going to play the standard version on my 600 quid console because I didn't plump 20 quid extra on a digital storefront to buy the deluxe edition. That's bullshit.
0: Uh, yeah. And breathe. And yeah, I agree it's yeah it's it's mad it seems a practice that damn and the I, entire industry has jumped on
1: and i've defended control and i've said it's an amazing game and i think everyone mm. should play it but it just seems bullshit that i should i should say to people go and play it slash buy it with a little asterisk saying but make sure you buy the old edition if you want to get the shiny version next year or this year it's just it's, it's so fucking shady yeah, and I wouldn't have thought, like you said, it might be five hundred five and not Remedy's dealing because Remedy's been pretty good with their content. It might be a publisher decision, not a developer decision, but it's still just oh, it annoys me, wouldn't it? When I saw that, and one of the um one of the guys from What Culture shared it, and I was like, "You fucking what? Like that's no." I, I was like, "Yeah, I get upgrade." No, I don't get an upgrade because I didn't plump for that version. That's wank. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go on. <laughs> so you didn't buy the ultimate edition nope.
2: but you also didn't buy the ps5 edition so what i'm what i'm sort of wondering here is that yeah we've got a really amazing agreement that loads and loads of companies have decided to go with which is that you get this upgrade um which i totally think's fantastic no 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 problem there and i'm, I'm going to take advantage of it for a lot of games but how far back does that upgrade go how far how far into the past game releases are going to give you a free upgrade, or even going to bother making a free upgrade? So Control I mean, they, came they
1: out. Don't what, have to, do
2: they? No. What when? What month did Control come out this year? Like early oh, this year? It was? No, it was like October last year. Oh, I mean. October last year. Okay, so so that's going back like an entire year in games releases, and then saying, "Yeah, we'll give you you know a free version of it."
1: Why, why Kobe, would they... For for a man who doesn't like religion, you should have played Devil's Advocate quite a lot. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> We're you're just to like, sort sort of me. The, every uh... time I say something. <laughs>
4: okay,
1: how so I, I if asked I, if I could ask about. <laughs> I should have said no. <laughs> some,
3: some some important information you need to know: the Ultimate Edition of Control doesn't release until the end of
1: this year. What am I thinking of then? Deluxe edition? No, no. You, you're right.
3: You haven't bought the Ultimate Edition because it isn't out. There was a Deluxe Edition that released. Ah, release. right. Um, but this this Ultimate Edition is basically the same version that we've yes, got so with the with the the. Um, expansion and all of the content updated. Okay, I so
1: so, I got, so, I got so no one's getting wrong, it. But... So no one's getting it if they bought a PS version. What? No, no, no m- PS4 no, version no my matter point, what. My point still stands, then, because I've been a day one supporter of the original version. I'm still not entitled. No, to it. I, I I think what I said is that you didn't buy a PS5
2: version or this ultimate version. Therefore, how far back of this game has this game got to go before if, before it's allowed? to okay, Do let, let something me, like this?
3: Let, let me put let me put this to you. Okay. They already have a PS4 version out there, yeah? And every time somebody announces that they are going to put a game out on the next-gen systems for free, that game gets a lovely big bump in sales. Control did not sell anywhere near what it needed to sell because it's a good game, It had a decent budget, the publisher made the money, Remedy didn't. So I understand where this, this is coming from, but it, it's kind of shitty that if you want to buy so if i was to buy the ps4 ultimate edition later this year i would get a ps5 upgrade but i've already bought the game and i've already bought the expansion back and it feels a bit shitty when they could offer that to everyone who's already bought the game as as a part of like supporting the fact that people have played the game i don't like this whole okay now if you want to buy play play this on the ps5 you've got to buy the ultimate edition and you could buy the PS4 version at the end of this year. That one, we now having to buy the game twice. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, they, that's they, kind of what I was going
2: they, for. They, but they, yeah, I got my version.
3: They're basically releasing a cross-gen version that you have to pay for, again.
2: Just to be clear, I'm
1: on the same side as you guys. I just thought it was an interesting question.
2: Yeah, How it far back do you yeah, have I, to I, go I,
1: before... Yeah, I, they're, they're not under any obligation to give us a free game, I get that. But, like I said, it's like, thank you for supporting our game and getting us enough or part of the sales that are allowing us to release an ultimate edition as a consolidation prize you don't get a visual upgrade that those people off the back of you buying the game are going to get when they get our ultimate edition
3: think mean, the control will be backwards compatible anyway
1: that's what i mean but if, I, if like... I play it though i'm not going to get that upgrade am i
3: No, it's just like,
1: (laughs) you know, the guy that bought
3: the exact same game as you in November is going to get an upgrade in PS5.
1: Yeah, so I I can play it on my PS5, but I'm not going to get, for being a day one-ish supporter, I'm not going to get the visual upgrade that someone who's buying it off the back of me supporting that game day one is going to get on his PS5.
2: This is almost the same argument as... Of game of Game for the Year editions in my head. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's you, annoying. When you you spend, know, you, quid you spend, spend all this year. money on day one. Yeah, you support the game, and then you don't. You have to buy the DLC separate. And the well, people yeah, who wait Wh- and Witcher get a 3. Game of the Year version get all the DLC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Which Wh- oh, three, 3 you, man. <laughs> I, I <bought laughs> that's not Witcher fair. 3.
1: I bought Witcher Three on launch, and that was fifty quid. And then I did buy the season pass because they did say it's going to be two great content. Yeah. And it was. And then you see the Game of the Year edition on sale for like fourteen and the, quid. Yeah, and I got the Game of the Year version for fifteen quid. Yeah, I got all of that anyway. I think Brandon bought it on the PS4. He came in one day and he's like, oh, it's only fifteen quid. I'm like, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I think it's the
2: same basic pro- uh, issue, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it is that. It's it's I can see your point, but it's just this isn't like I mean I'm getting a bit tongue tied here, but like I can see what you're saying in that regard. But it's it's obviously Game of the Year edition's come around because people have supported it originally. Yeah. And that that's your choice too. Like you don't have to buy a game day one. Uh usually a lot of these pre-order freebies also sort of pre-order incentives become free down the line anyway um like c d d project red are one of the few good guys that have turned that around but there are some nefarious practices now my my point is that f- for buying and supporting control in the early days i won't say day one but like in the early days it's a bit like everyone that buys it off the back of you supporting him and them being able to release an ultimate edition it's a bit like being a pat on the back with a a knife in it you know like cheers then so you're not going to get the visual upgrade when you play it back compatible but someone who buys it as a late adopter will and that's the concise point i tried to make ranty wise about five minutes ago it's just it's a bit annoying in that regard like i have to plump i mean is there going to be an option if i play it on ps5 to to upgrade to the ultimate edition because that will just make my season pass moot won't it if I, if, if, I point, the, yeah. if, if I upgrade to if if I upgrade the ultimate edition is well is it going to let me for one because you know sometimes when you go in the store it's like you can't buy this version because you've already bought one mm-hmm. of the my yeah. my copy of Tekken 7s like that because I bought the rematch edition I can't buy one of the season passes because it's part because it's like yeah. oh you bought this version I can't buy the uh mud runner american trucker content because I'd already bought mud runner I can't yeah. buy the I can't buy the version with the american content the american content isn't separate so I've kind of shot myself on the foot for buying MudRunner and not waiting for the <laughs> bulk version because there's no separate DLC. It's part of this thing. So is yeah. that gonna so? What happen? you're
0: saying is like there might be like a um, an option to upgrade. Yeah. On its own, like a standalone upgrade for like ten or fifteen pounds or whatever.
1: Yeah, but it might say no because you've got the season pass and it locks it out, or it could just <laughs> it work, or it could that or would it solve could it though, wouldn't it? Yeah, or it could negate my season pass and make me pay that extra fifteen quid again.
0: Yeah, I mean there are options like Call of Duty does it well. It's like you can buy You know say the ultimate edition of Call of Duty, but then there's a gold edition as well And then you say you buy the ultimate edition and it's like for a very small fee or like 15 20 pounds You can upgrade to the gold edition afterwards it's You know those are little options that maybe maybe become available to games that are not doing this free upgrade But it just you you get the option to rather than it just being given to you Yes. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But Yeah, I mean, I could five, just be having um, a rant
1: about speculations, I
0: don't know. No, I think 505 are five on the wrong side of history on this one at the moment, I think. But again, they don't have to do this. No, yeah. uh, like Toby said, like, how, how much are they obliged to do this kind of thing anyway? So. Yeah, it's just, um, it just would have been nice like everyone else, but yeah, shame. Because uh, Control, I imagine, with shiny visuals is going to look pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, but they still haven't sorted out the bloody lag every time you pause it it's <laughs> one of the worst it, it's a brilliant game and the effects on it are amazing but every time you load up the menu or you pause it you have to like unpause it stand still for about five seconds because if you try and turn the camera it goes ah screen tear yeah just, uh... but yeah Toby and Paul hurry up and play it
0: yeah get on it why
2: are you not I was playing say, it say how right? do you feel about the people who bought it for 15 quid recently <laughs> <laughs> we
4: be bothered now after all that <laughs> 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 oh, what version to buy. do you know what I mean what's,
0: yeah, what's yeah, the just... point I'm not getting the PS5 version <laughs> <laughs> yeah wait wait uh, for the ultimate edition Paul you can play that one a step.
1: No, it is a good, it is a good game. Regardless of the whatever's going on, it is a banging game.
2: Yeah, it's good. It will be the next game after I finish that Persona Five Royal content.
0: <laughs> right, then. finally, um, dear old Gary Witter, um, the writer of uh, Star Wars Rogue One, the Star Wars story or whatever it's called, and uh, now suddenly a video game streamer and one portion of kind of funny's output. Uh, this week was talking about the Halo Infinite launch and saying that the PlayStation doesn't really have a major player this year either. And Greg Miller, in his infinite wisdom, suggested Spider-Man Mars Morales. And Gary Witter laughed it off. Laughed it off. <laughs> so my question to you guys is, I'm going to start with Sean because I feel like he's going to give me a, a beauty of an answer. Or maybe he won't. I don't know. We'll see. Sean Davies, will Spider-Man Mars Morales, if it's a launch title, sell PS5s this Christmas.
3: Not alone. Okay. Gary Witter said that PlayStation doesn't have a um killer app. And he's right in the fact that it doesn't have a singular killer app. It does have a load of other similar like smaller things that all tap into a little niche that everyone on PlayStation loves. There's Ratchet and Clank, there's Spider-Man, um you know, all of these little things weigh up. And on the other side of the, you know, the shoe, um, Xbox have the medium, and that is it. Yeah. You know, there is nothing else.
0: I mean, I, don't, I think people forget how big Spider-Man actually was.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: It, I it's mean, massive. It, it, you know, it, as, it, as, a, as a brand. Yeah, but Insomniac, in Spider-Man sold fucking tons. And for a spin-off about Miles Morales, who is at the peak of his popularity right now, thanks to Spider-Verse, An Insomniac, another Insomniac Spider-Man game isn't up to the level of a Halo Infinite delay. Come on. Come on. The
3: the reason I say this is because this this isn't going to be like a total revolution. This is still a a last-gen game with better load times and a bit shiny graphics. This isn't going to be like a total revolution, um, which is what people are expecting with the next-gen game. They're expecting something completely new and different. Whereas this isn't, it's going to be a new Spider Man. Combat's going to be different, traversal's going to be different, the character's going to be different, but it's still going to be the same city, only snowy. Yeah, why Why wouldn't you want that? I, do, I fucking do. I do, right? I, but I'm trying to explain, like, I understand Gary Witter's point is saying that it isn't a killer app. It isn't the level of Uncharted, it isn't the level of The Last of Us. What? It's not. It's it's, insane. No, I'm I'm saying this because it is. It's it's like the lost legacy. It is like, it's a shorter experience, and it's from a character that a lot of people still aren't that familiar with. Everyone knows Peter Parker. You know, Miles Morales. We've had one really good Spider-Man movie with Miles Morales as a lead. We've had how many with Peter Parker?
0: Eight. (laughs) Fucking hell. Oh, seven. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, seven so far. Um so so
3: I, I I understand like I am super excited for Miles Morales because I think Spider-Man was one of the best games of that year, despite the fact that it was definitely a seven out of ten game. Um but, but holy it, shit!
0: It is I can't I can't I can't with you. I can't with you right now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I think I have planked them. What's a the seven out of ten game? Spider-Man.
4: <laughs> what? What do you mean? It
0: is. <laughs> what do you mean? There it is. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I thought I knew no, you. We no, shared no, a room no, together. No, but it, Oh no, yeah. this like l- l- let's let's be
3: honest, right? Batman's combat and the stealth is a bit crap and are a bit crap. And <laughs> the voice it, is a bit crap. You know the 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 taskmaster <laughs> stuff is rubbish oh. and the and the <laughs> some of the challenges are a bit crap oh, and Me- gets, metacritic is changed. Them. No no, but this is this, this yes. is all very honest criticism of the game yeah it it is it is what you get to play is is great and i a seven out of ten is not a bad score but it, you know it's not like a it's it's not a genre defining game is it
1: yeah
4: wow.
3: no wow. If, you, if you talk about <laughs> open world games with with like th- those kind of that's not it's it's not even as good as i love as, when sean gets that read because his voice goes really high it's it's not assassin's creed
1: origins it's not assassin's creed odyssey it's not even <sighs> as good oh as, no as, it's better than fuck are origins. You
4: Oh, absolutely, one hundred. We
1: get we get separate rooms for EGX next year.
3: The story in, in Spider Man is like
1: it so... really made me cry. Oh, my voice <laughs> <Look at> <laughs> no, You're doing it as well, yeah. I tell you it... what, I got I got really emotionally invested at the end of Spider Man. I'm not going to spoil it, but that bit with oh, and I was just like, oh man. But Assassin's Creed Origin, I just played it like I was bloody fucking Anakin Skywalker. Sand it's course, it gets everywhere. <laughs>
2: I think I would agree with um, the original bit that Sean said. Not all the rest of the seven. I thought out of 10 you were going to say I agree. Not all the rest of that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to agree with all that. But the original bit where you said it's it's a shorter sort of last gen game, right? And that's what I meant when I when I mentioned it a bit earlier. I don't think it is the killer app that that, that Sony maybe want it to be. There are other games coming out that I think they're plugging even more as as the sort of launch title things like Godfall, for Bugs, example. Snacks. Bug Snacks, maybe. Bugsnax. <laughs> um, but Godfall is the one that we're getting the most content for, and that one is exclusive, at least as far as I'm aware. So, you know, there's it, it's the other things that are coming out at the time, same time. You know, like Outriders and Valhalla, and you know, they're 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 going to be on more than one system, I think, in most cases. But then Godfall is if there. Valhalla it, comes out. Yeah, if Valhalla ever comes out, <laughs> um, and 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 also in November you're going to have, like you say, Bug Snacks, potentially that Kenner Bridge of Spirits one that I was interested in. But, you know, having a sort of short experience game from last gen is, is not the killer app. This is why I was saying I don't think either of them have a killer app either. I, I kind of agree with him.
0: From last gen? What are you talking about?
2: Well, it's last gen, you know, essentially last gen graphics. You know, like, like Sean was just saying. It would just been been made shinier with ray tracing and things. But a oh, last gen game.
0: This
4: has been a spicy podcast this week, hasn't it? This
0: is... It's a, it's, it's a it's PS5... a lot
4: five voices going on in this podcast. That's
0: what I, <laughs> I figured. It's a PS5 exclusive! Yeah, it's, oh it God. is.
3: It is. Loud it's, noises. it is. The structure is still the same. You, you, they've, they've not changed. Like, it's yeah, it's the, the same, same city. city. Can we just yeah. do the
1: punishing quiz Please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> like, like,
3: everyone will play Spider Man. Everyone will play Spider Man. Yeah, I'll play but it. But it, it, it's going to be one of these games that we, we think back on and, and we won't remember it at the start of this generation. It's like Killzone Shadowfall. We will, we will, will not remember it. Oh, that was shit.
0: Yeah? Mother <laughs> Alice is not... Well done. A, a, new, a new Insomniac Spider-Man game is not, it's just, it's just not going to be shit. And it will be a great launch title. I, I'm not disagreeing that it it's is. It's not even going to be case. full price either. It's not even going to be 70 quid because it's like a 20-hour experience.
3: Yeah, right. And that, that is perfect. That, I, I'm just saying that that is not a system seller. What People don't spend that... 400 quid to play for 20 hours on a Spider-Man game.
0: But would you rather play it? Would you play it over Halo Infinite? No. Are you kidding? Me? Sean. For real? Brother Davies. Like, uh, the, uh, Halo Infinite. Like, Are the, you the, saying they... that Mars Morales as a launch title for a PS5 is not is on the same level as Halo Infinite. No,
2: it's, Halo Infinite no, it's, is a 10-year epic that is going to have multiple expansions like Destiny.
0: Spider-Man as a brand versus is 20 infinitely hours bigger of than
2: Halo. Miles Morales.
3: Absolutely, absolutely massively into the fact that Spider-Man is an absolutely globally recognised brand. It is not going to be as big of a launch title for a system as Halo would be. It's a first-person shooter set in a world that people have been invested in for a decade.
0: Yeah, I dig it, and I love Halo. Like I said last week, I would. I'm looking forward to playing Infinite on Game Pass. But Miles Morales is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. No. Yeah.
3: It it'll sell like hotcakes, but it is not like if you take that out away from.
1: It's a topic let, for another week. Okay,
3: let, let me let me let me put it to you this way: you take Miles Morales out of the PS5 launch titles, yeah, it doesn't make a fucking difference. <sighs> Does it? It doesn't. You put it in three weeks. <laughs> Uh, you do. You put it in two two months after. It doesn't matter. How about this?
4: How about this for a different perspective? So when the PS4 got launched, there's absolutely no single killer game on that thing at all. I don't know. Killzone Shadowfall was pretty good. Yeah, well, we he's just fucking dressed. Just to make be- <laughs> <laughs> and something else contrast. I think it was. Oh yeah, Resogun. So like, that's all I could play. Oh, like, yeah, exactly right. But amazing game that it is. That's all we could play. But how about you get a PS5 and you get like a cheaper PS5 game? to tide you over until the good stuff comes. That's not a bad idea, right? That's how launch titles work. Right. No, no, what no, I'm saying is, it's not like, like wow, let's get Spider-Man full game, 50 quid, please, or 60 quid. Whatever. It's like a 20-pan, like, it's a shorter version of Spider-Man, it shows you what a PS5 can do for a little bit, keep you keep yeah. you entertained. Like a the, tech demo kind of thing. Yeah, until the big dudes come along, then you get, you get, you'd rather get stuck with Contrast and Weather Gun again, you've got stuck start with Spider-Man. Uh, my,
1: launch title, well, my, my launch title that I bought on my PS4 was Thief, so what do I know?
3: <laughs> Ugh, that game man. was great not anyone tell you no it's fantastic <sighs> oh you just God. needed to change
1: even like, as I played it through and thought it was shit. yeah <laughs> oh
3: well you know we've got okay, to talk right. about you being part of the side then haven't we <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so 7 out of 10 for Spider-Man
3: I'm the only one
0: <sighs> no
1: there is someone else who gives every game a 7 out of 10 <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> what you mean what do you mean <laughs> yeah what's oh, the as right. like
1: <laughs> 7 All out of right. 10 hills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too many hills. 7 out of 10. Okay, let's get to the quiz answers, shall we? Yes, please.
3: Okay, <laughs> let's do this. What score would Spider Man. <laughs> Question one uh, Which British football team was sponsored by Sega to wear Dreamcast and Sega branded shirts between 1999 and 2002? Toby, what did your brother brother sponsor? What, what team was it?
2: Oh, it was me. I, I supported them. Oh, um, you sponsored them, okay? Someone else talked about their brother earlier. Yeah, who that was.
3: Oh, it was Greg. Greg,
2: yeah. Um, I'm going for Arsenal.
3: Arsenal is correct. Yes!
2: My brother's an Arsenal fan.
4: Uh, there we go.
3: Okay. Question two What vegetable name was printed on the chip of every Dreamcast visual memory unit? Paul? Was it
4: potato? Potato
3: was correct. Potato. Was it? Oh. it was potato chip. <laughs> 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 Question three What was the high selling Dreamcast game? Uh, Ross?
0: Uh, That would be Sonic Adventure.
3: That is correct. Uh, Question four. What color was the X button on the standard Dreamcast controller? Uh, Greg?
1: It was yellow. Yellow was correct. I was going to jokingly say Lello then, but I know everyone will be like, oh, yes, (laughs) you
3: gave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, question five. Which game publisher refused to publish any games on the Dreamcast because Sega wouldn't run them a contract to be an exclusive supplier of sports titles to the console? Um, Who does start with Toby.
2: Uh, I really don't know, but my punt is uh, FIFA.
3: Oh, that's oh, not a publisher. That's not a publisher. Yeah. No, okay.
2: <laughs> I'm just going for sports titles. I don't know. No, um, I know nothing. EA, then. <laughs> e- EA is the correct answer.
1: Yeah, damn it. Oh, well. I took a part on EA. I don't. Has there ever been any EA games on the Dreamcast at all? Uh, not a single one. Oh, I thought Trickstar was. That's why I nearly didn't put EA.
3: Nope, not a single one was published on the huh. Dreamcast. Um, question six: um, Before his death, Sega chairman Isao um, that name was in negotiations with another company to enable Dreamcast games to be made playable on which other console, Paul?
4: I'm going to take a punter. Is it was it the Xbox? It
3: was the Xbox. <sighs>
4: oh, I took a punt on that as well. Well done. <laughs>
3: um, unfortunately, Bill Gates said no, so that's See a shame. Question 7. Which Dreamcast game is listed in the Guinness Book of Records as the most expensive game ever to develop um, before it was replaced by Star Wars The Old Republic in 2011? Ross.
0: Uh, That would be Shenmue.
3: That is correct. Question 8. Why not to let
1: that know? What the fuck? (laughs) I would have also taken overhyped pile of shite. Shut up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Question 8. In which Dreamcast game uh, might you play as characters named Edward Falcon, Kraken, and Gunrock? Uh, Toby? Is it Power Stone? Power Stone is correct. Uh, question nine. The main character, Bruno Dellinger, from the Dreamcast and arcade game Dynamite Cup makes a cameo appearance in which Dreamcast light gun game series? Paul?
4: Um, I'll put House of the Dead 2.
3: I'll take it. I asked for the series, but yes, he was in House of the Dead 2. Sweet. And finally, question ten. What is the name of the island that Claire Redfield is imprisoned on in Resident Evil Code Veronica Gregg? it's rockfort island rockfort island is correct if you would i knew it, that one scores you did Yay. You, i imagine you've done quite well here uh yeah surprisingly <laughs> for a guy that said he wasn't going to do well on i how, how many did you get then greg
1: uh, i'm still doing math go to someone else okay
3: toby how many did you get
1: i've i've aced this uh eight eight well done
3: buddy um ooh Roscoe. nine Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Four. <fuck>? Uh,
4: <laughs> uh, also nine.
1: Nine. And Greg? Well, you might as well call it an emergency because it's triple nines. Triple oh
4: nine. damn, the ice
1: is on its Ooh. way. Oh well, I aced it for myself, all right. That's well, I'm well go done with. you. <laughs>
3: I'm very proud of you two, but that's uh...
2: <laughs> That's my but best that... score, I think actually, possibly.
3: Yeah. Didn't you win one? With like a yeah
2: but not with a score like that i think i oh, won okay. with a six or something
3: <laughs> okay right i have a tiebreaker do you want it or do you want to all win
4: i'd like to Yeah, win. let's do a tiebreaker I, I, i'm i'm tempted to take the win because i don't have many well in that case let's do a tiebreaker <laughs>
3: <Sure>. <laughs> okay um the tiebreaker is how many total games were there released for the dreamcast and
4: i'm gonna ask paul first oh fuck's sake no way <laughs> Always ask me first on the tiebreaker, so I'm not, I'm not. No, 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 off quick first. Go, no, we'll, <laughs> well we just stay here for a long time, then, did not we? <laughs> um, okay, Paul, you oh. know, answering
3: no, okay, Greg,
1: I'm gonna take a punt at 600.
3: Okay, Ross,
0: oh, 610,
3: <laughs> Paul, uh, I
4: went for 750.
3: 750, yeah. <sighs> There were seven hundred and thirty games total released <sighs> for the Dreamcast. Six hundred and twenty released in Europe and America, and another hundred and ten released in just Japan. So Paul wins.
4: Yes. Thank you. See my protestations. One through. Well because done. he wait because he waited to see what answer we were going to give, and then did a usual exactly that. But if Tom has is a goddamn tiebreaker. I'll always gets asked first. I'm, I'm tired of it. Because you try and type quickly into Google. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a quick typer, man. By next week.
3: Okay. Well done, Paul. Thank you, Sean. And that was this week's quiz.
0: What a treat. Uh, what, what are the options for next week?
3: I'll think of them tonight to put them up on Twitter.
1: Okie doke.
0: We should have just taken the win, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does bring it into the podcast. We're just gonna jump out with out this week and out this week, Mortal Shell comes to consoles and PC on August 18th. Look out for Greg's review of that very, very soon. Um, Hellheim Hassle comes out on the same day, along with Rogue Legacy 2, Death End Request 2, and Microsoft Flight Simulator, which looks insane. I wish my PC could run that. It looks really cool. Uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker comes to consoles on the 18th as well, as does Manifold Garden to Xbox One. She Sees Red, an interactive movie, comes to Xbox One on August 19th, which looks like a Sean Davies joint, if ever I've seen one. Those, these all are, you know, this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Beyond Enemy Lines 2 is coming to Xbox One, August 19th. Stones of the Revenant, August 19th to Xbox One. E- Even the Ocean? Even the Ocean? Even the Ocean comes to Xbox One and PS4 on August 19th. Uh, Battle Toads comes out on August 19th to Xbox One and PC. Train Scene World 2, August 20th. Peaky Blinders Masterminds is coming out on August 20th to PS4. And PC, is there another? Is that coming out for something else as well? Or was it just those two? Just going out on Xbox as well. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, well, that's coming out. I was trying to look out for Sean's review of that one. And uh, we've got RPG Maker MZ coming to PC and Mac. Harvest Moon, Mad Dash coming to Xbox One. Party Panic coming to Xbox One on August 21st. And Super Lucky's Tales coming to PS4 and Xbox One. New Super Lucky's Tales, I should say, which is a great little platformer uh, coming to consoles on shiny versions at the end of this week, along with PGA Tour 2K21. And that's a lot. An interesting uh, mix of stuff this week. Look out, of course, on Binging Guns for all the latest of games that we've been covering, because there's a nice mixture of stuff that we've been covering this week. I'm looking forward to reading those reviews. Well, whew, that was a hefty one. Thank you very much indeed for listening. If you have done from the very beginning, hugely appreciated. Don't forget, you can follow us everywhere. Look out for our link tree in the description below which has links to everywhere, including our Metacritic page, because we're a Metacritic now. Did we tell you that? We're a Metacritic. I don't know if you don't, if you don't even know about that yet. 111 of our reviews are currently on Metacritic. It's pretty amazing. So, it means we're legit. Yeah, so legit. That's, that's it from us uh, this week. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on our individual handles on Twitter, except for Toby, who's smart and not on Twitter. So it is goodbye from Mr. Grey Goodbye. Goodbye from Mr. Paul Collett. Uh, see you. Goodbye from Mr. Toby Anderson. Sayonara. So Goodbye for Mr. Sean Davies. 7 out of 10. <clears throat> Until next time, this has been the Finger Guns Podcast.